Philanthropy. It's all about giving to the causes that matter to you the most and making a real difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy? Or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way right now to live your dream with purpose? These are the blaring questions this podcast will explore. You'll hear from people that are making it happen, how they're doing it, along with tips, techniques, and ideas along the way. Prepare to get inspired, motivated, and learn as you step into the dream of living your best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. My guest on today's show is a returning guest, Mr. Matt Sistrunk. Matt was on the show a few months ago sharing his vision for Slipstream. He is a veteran where he served in the military intelligence branch as an electronic technician first and then served as a Hawk Missile Tactical Control Officer in Air Defense Artillery. Matt has experience as a financial professional with well-known insurance companies in the U.S. and has built several network marketing organizations. He has been involved in cryptocurrency for over five years and has a real passion for truth in finance for people and businesses. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Well, thank you, Nancy. Uh, thank you for having me back on the show. I really appreciate it. So what kind of things did you enjoy doing as a young child? Well, my dad got me into sports. Uh, he bought me a football and he bought me a baseball glove, mitt, bat, uh, bought me a basketball, um, bought me a bowling ball and shoes. And uh, we were in a father and son league and I used to go bowling with my friends on Saturday mornings. Uh, I remember watching CBS Cartooniverse and then we would go to Riviera Lanes and Fairline, Ohio and bowl and we won the championship. And uh, the same year we won the championship in bowling, we also won the championship. Same guys in uh, baseball with the Cougars Farm Farm League with uh, Maple Valley Little League in Akron, Ohio. Those were good times. So yeah, a lot it's of sports. safe to say you yeah. were somewhat uh, a competitor from the, the get-go? A, a competitor, yes, but more, uh, I guess, uh, more a cooperator. You know, um, I got to say, um, I did not have that killer instinct when it came to competition. Um, but I did like team sports and I liked... Um, uh, I, I guess the only <laughs> the only one I can compare it to is kind of like LeBron James from the standpoint of uh, trying to make other people better and working together as a team, you know. And uh, that was also how it was with uh, the Soapbox Derby. I raced in the Soapbox Derby as a kid. Um, and we had this club called Pit Stop, and it was really a good deal. We would design our cars, build our cars race them and we did very well as a team in the akron area soapbox derby and actually won it a couple of years in 1972 and 1975 we sent kids from our team to the all-american soapbox derby which of course is in akron ohio my hometown oh, so cool. those were really really good times yeah. so who had the biggest influence on you and why when you were a kid well, it had to be my dad because he was such a um, 
a powerful leader, a pillar in the community, um, a really good provider, a family man, um, God-fearing, a stern disciplinarian. I was intimidated by him, but he was a man's man from the standpoint of leadership. And I learned a lot of leadership from my dad, um, a lot of um, moral courage, you know, when it came to him standing up for what was right during the civil rights movement, uh, being the first black businessman in Akron, Ohio on Main Street uh, during the civil rights movement. It uh, drew a lot of attention and um, it caused him some hardship that, you know, he stood up to and, and really made a principled stance for doing what was right for everybody running an integrated barbershop on Main Street in Akron, Ohio in the 60s. That was a big deal. Right. And uh, he also lectured race relations in all white high schools in the 1960s in Akron, Ohio. That was a big deal. Revolutionary poet, um, lecturer, uh, civil rights leader, and, uh, you know, just a really, really good man all, all around. So, yeah, my dad was was real influential. My mom in a different way, you know, loving, nurturing, uh, also very strong, uh, Christian, uh, foundation in the household, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, my mom and dad were just, they were great parents and, you know, thank God I still have my mom, uh, lost my dad, uh, almost three years ago, mm-hmm. but, uh, my mom is, is still with us, still sharp, witty, funny (laughs) at 92 years old. Wow. You know, yeah, my little sister is taking really good care of my mom. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, it's nice to welcome back someone who is more focused than ever on their cause. Your cause is Slipstream. Remind us again, Matt, if you would, what Slipstream is and give us the cliff notes. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Uh, Slipstream is a very significant word. Uh, Its meaning is the force behind a turning propeller or jet engine. And it's also the force that pulls something along behind something else, as in NASCAR. When a a car drafts the car in front of it and the lower air pressure will actually, or the lower air resistance will actually slingshot the trailing car uh, past the leading car that was uh, providing the slipstream. Okay, and so slipstream is also used in a sentence like this in the dictionary as the U.S. economy booms, the world economy is pulled along in its slipstream. So slipstream has a meaning that we can apply to economics. And uh, the Lord gave me this uh, wonderful acronym that can be summarized by the word slipstream. And that acronym is servant leaders leveraging love with effective economic action for the mission. What mission? The Great Commission fueled by the Great Commandment. And so servant leaders leveraging love with effective economic action for the mission. That's S Triple L Double E A M. S L E A M. You add an IPSTR in the middle of that and you get slipstream. Okay. So instead of saying S triple L double E A M, 
or servant leaders leveraging love with effective economic action for the mission. We just say slipstream. Got it. And so what we do with effective economic action is aim all of our time, talent, and treasure, all of our substance to solving problems in a way, working with each other that we could never expect from politicians who are not creating, producing, and delivering value the way we are. They're only taking value from us. Right. And so we can provide solutions by working together with each other that we can never expect politicians to do in government. Okay. So servant leaders leveraging love with effective economic action for the mission is a ministry that has a business appeal to the world. But as we, as we perform effective economic action, in the body of Christ, we are actually impacting people economically in a way that helps us build relationships, cultivate relationships that can absolutely open the door for us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. We're on this earth to glorify God for the benefit of all creation. And so that's what we do in Slipstream. Awesome. Okay. So you and I have been friends now for several months, and I have noticed in you a renewed enthusiasm. Can you tell me why that is? Yes, because uh, Slipstream is an inspired idea, several years old, and it took a lot of faith to step out in this direction several years ago, especially not knowing what to expect, just having total faith in God to deliver on his promises and to manifest his ideas. And so with patience and determination after several years, I am now seeing that manifestation and that is why I'm so excited. So it's manifesting in some ways that are uh, blessing a lot of people. And so one of those ways is PGI. Right? Yes, absolutely. What is PGI? PGI is Praetorian Group International. It's a company based in the United Kingdom and the Philippines. And uh, the founder and CEO, R.V. Palafox, is just a wonderful man who has learned from the experience of other companies that have come before him. And they've made attempts and failed to do what he has finally done very successfully. And that is to put together a program of artificial intelligence, crypto arbitrage, that's cryptocurrency trading, that is very profitable for the company and very profitable for those of us who purchase contracts that provide us an income. And these contracts are basically providing us income anywhere from 0.5% to 3% daily. Uh, from our original outlay. And that could be as little as $100 or as much as $500,000 or more in wow. uh, 10 different contract sizes. We have a $100 contract, now a $400, a $600, a $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, $50,000, $100,000, and $500,000 or above size contract. And these contracts, 
are basically what I have personally experienced uh, doubling the original outlay in about six months. Now, you've been with PGI since May of 2020, correct? Yes. Yeah. And since what is May of 2020. personal experience been so far? It has been where I actually experienced better than 1% daily on average wow. paid in Bitcoin. And so that that's very exciting to me. Right. Now, aside from the obvious, which is the earnings, what do you like most about PGI? I like the fact that it has a totally passive option where someone can come in, purchase a contract, do nothing else, and get paid every day in Bitcoin. That is a tremendous capability that we now have to enjoy for ourselves and to share with people that we really care about. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that. I can actually provide someone a totally passive income opportunity. So who is PGI best suited for? PGI is best suited for anyone with a pulse, anyone breathing. <laughs> <laughs> because all of us on this planet, we need money. We, we need to eat. We need to uh, shelter ourselves, clothe ourselves. And anyone who needs money is well suited for PGI because what we have been conditioned to do all of our lives is trade hours for dollars, working jobs or pursuing careers uh, that build someone else's dream as opposed to doing what is in our best interest. And so what I'm able to do with PGI now is help people pursue their own best interests and free themselves from this concept of trading hours for dollars, building someone else's dream. And instead, you're helping them build a self-sustaining salary. Exactly. That is the wonderful phrase that we like to use in describing these contracts. They are self-sustaining salaries. I love it. And so as we go into the marketplace with this new financial instrument that solves big problems for small business owners and even big business owners, we can drop into place a self-sustaining salary that will provide not only a living standard for the recipient, but also a compounding feature that can actually replicate the self-sustaining salary indefinitely if you plan it right. And that's what we do. We help people plan to implement these self-sustaining salaries strategically so that we can, you know, just grow a big group of people doing effective economic action, solving problems, building a new economy that is going to uh, free us from the matrix, if you will. So how does someone get started in PGI? Is it difficult for a beginner? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, basically, we just need a username, password, first and last name, uh, a physical address, uh, a, a an email address, a date of birth, telephone number, that's it. And of course, we need the uh, contract amount, $100, 400 600 1000 you know, all the way up to 500000 and above, plus a $19 uh, contract fee. Now, all of this is paid in Bitcoin. So it's Bitcoin in, 
Bitcoin out. But what I love about it is the entry fee is always expressed in terms of U.S. dollars. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, I love that. Well, you know, Matt, when I first bought Bitcoin back in May, I think the price was around $8,400. I think that's what it was. It's now over 29000 It's very exciting indeed. That is very exciting here on this uh, <laughs> first day of the year. Yes. As we uh, record this, I'm, I'm really excited to see Bitcoin's price flirting with $30,000. It yeah. could hit that today, possibly. What do you but, say um, to people that think they missed out on Bitcoin? Oh, I thought that when it was a couple hundred bucks, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and people have been thinking that when it was a thousand bucks and when it was 10,000 bucks, no, you have not missed it because they're talking about Bitcoin hitting 300,000, 500,000, a million bucks a coin. And it makes sense because Bitcoin is in limited supply and it's growing in demand. So economics 101, law of supply and demand tells you the price has to go up as more people want it and there's a limited supply of it you you definitely want to get some now uh, and enjoy that price increase which is inevitable right where do you see bitcoin being at the end of 2021 and i'm i know you're not a financial advisor or anything like that right now but where do you see it being a year from now you know a year from now it's very realistic to see, I mean, very, very realistic to see it doubling or tripling or quadrupling in price. Um, and I, I still think that that's pretty conservative because, you know, we've seen it, uh, wow, just since the spring, we've seen it triple in price just since spring. And so we're now experiencing this second big bull market for all cryptos led by Bitcoin, of course. The, gold standard of cryptocurrencies, the first, the biggest, not necessarily the best. You know, there are technologically superior cryptos that have built upon the original uh, Bitcoin idea, uh, the Bitcoin white paper. And uh, they actually have very compelling stories. So you could pretty much make good money owning any or all of the top 30, top 20 or 30 cryptos because they all have compelling stories, uniquely attractive. And um, it's kind of like the bull market, the stock market in the early 80s. You could throw money at the stock market and make money by accident because everything was going up. So it's kind of like that. Cool. So the whole point is to get some Bitcoin, get some cryptocurrencies, not just Bitcoin, but how many Bitcoin would you like to have in your wallet a year from now? Wow, I'd, I'd like to have a couple of Bitcoin in my wallet a year from now, you know, yeah, a couple, three, four. And it's really funny to think that the first Bitcoin transaction, some guy decided to buy two Papa John's pizzas right. and pay 10,000 <laughs> Bitcoin for those pizzas. Think about that. So what are those pizzas worth now? A couple million dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred million, maybe, maybe. a billion. <laughs> some, those, I hope you enjoyed those pizzas. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> It'd be really hard to swallow now. <laughs> How are you positioning yourself now to fulfill the purpose of Slipstream? 
Well, it's really a wonderful thing because everyone that I encounter on a daily basis uh, needs to hear what we're doing. And so it's pretty effortless for me to share the vision uh, because it, it it's a very benevolent vision that transcends the whole concept of sales. It's, it's not selling. It's sharing something that people need. Uh, and I find it challenging to stay quiet about it. Mm-hmm. I have to share what I know, what's in my heart to bless people with. And, and so, you know, it's pretty effortless to, to share it. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a matter of uh, trying to do it in a way that people can understand it faster than slower so that they can jump on board as quickly as possible. There's a, an urgency here, yeah. you know, because now the big risk is keeping our value stored in dollars in U.S. banks, dollars that leak value. They do not store value reliably and dollars that are literally and legally the property of the banks that that hold them as deposits. People don't know that their dollars belong to the bank that they're deposited in, not to them. And the bank will allow them to believe those dollars are theirs until they decide to tell them the truth. You know, one day there's going to be a bank run and most of the people in the line for the bank run are not going to get anything or they're going to get a far less than they thought they had. Oh, but their their deposits are insured by FDIC. Which is a joke. It is. The, yeah, the FDIC is non-existent. It's a placard on the wall in they the have, bank to make people feel comfortable. That's all it is. They have 15 years to pay that money. Yeah. So it's basically not there. Right. Yeah, it's right. it's basically not there. Uh, I would um, encourage. It's like false insurance. Yeah, that that's what it is. It's 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 a it's a ruse. It's it's really false advertising. Um, I I would encourage people to go uh, onto YouTube and type in "money is not safe in the big banks" and look at public bank public banking TV's video about this, and they expose the true nature of the FDIC, and they they tell you that it it does not have anywhere near the amount of funds that it needs to do what it says it does. It's just impossible. Right. Interesting stuff, Matt. It has been such a pleasure having you on the show again. Um, Thank you for taking time out of your very busy day to be here with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? Uh, Sure. Nancy, thank you again for having me on the show. And um, I, I really appreciate your friendship and thank you for making me feel so comfortable here to just speak from the heart about what the Lord has given me stewardship over as a ministry. And I look forward to working with you and to with uh, the people that I've met through you uh, as we go into 2021 and make it the best year ever for everyone that we encounter. Thank you so much. going to be such an exciting year. Yes, it is. Well, folks, if Matt has inspired you today to get started with cryptocurrency to fund your cause, be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the program we have discussed here today. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. 
Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link to locate this episode's post. There you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation. 